off. This is the intro to the show. This is the best I could come up with on such short notice. How you doing? I am Jeff Royds. Welcome to the Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. The podcast about the stories and novels of Mr. Marcellus Tiberius Tufo. I don't know it's unprofessional that you can hear my heater going on in the background, but it is freezing in my studio right now, and to do so without it would absolutely suck. So... I want to thank my guests this week, Michelle, Aaron, and Nate, for coming on. There is a surprise guest that pops in like 15, 20 minutes in the middle. He's just, and we do what we do. What we're going to do every week is just we go down a rabbit hole. We start with one topic, and it just flows like a river. So here we go. This is episode one of the Chronicles of Michael Talbot. If you want to get on a future show, Email me, michaeltalbotpodcast at icloud.com, and we will make this happen. But until then, you do not come on here to hear me talk the entire time. You wanted to hear other people talk with me, so here we go. Everybody's good to go. So welcome, everybody. Thank you for uh, for being a part of a part of this. I almost awesome. didn't make it. <laughs> you almost didn't make it. What happened? Oh, when I said, I said, okay, I'm allowed to meet now, and it said... Your app needs an update. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! It was a short <laughs> those update. are always fun. I'm afraid it's going to be one of those, you know, 90 minute updates or something. Mm-hmm. It was just a quick update. So I was going to start. We were going to start from the beginning, talking about Indian Hill, and we probably will. But I'm not sure if you guys checked the thing today. But Mark dropped a bomb on us, and did everybody see that? Uh, he's making well, a new zombie fallout and a he new... just finished it he finished zombie mm-hmm. fallout 20 yeah. and yeah. lichen fallout 7. oh yeah the new lichen fallout it, i am so seven excited. or six i am so excited he said maybe he it's said six because there's only five there's five yeah. lichens and then demon right and so i don't know if he's going in chronological so order cool. but i am so excited the like and follow five is like one of my favorite books. yeah he, he dropped the cover cover for 20. yeah mm-hmm. that was very very cool and then so, he still got the audible bought the rights so we still don't know what's going on there hopefully they'll push to go ahead and get it to video audio would be silly audible would be silly not to to buy the rights yeah. and keep them because oh yeah He's got such a loyal fan base and following and everything like that. So I thought we'd go around to start. Okay. Uh, <laughs> introduce yourself and, and how did you find Mark and when did you start listening? So let's start with Michelle. Ladies first. Oh, well, ladies first. Huh? I've never been accused of that before. Um, <laughs> Going first or being a lady? <laughs> either. Um, <laughs> so my name is Michelle Williams. I'm from Texas. I currently live just outside of Austin. I started reading Mark on the Kindle, I think when he dropped Zombie Fallout 1 for like a 99 cents or even a freebie book. When you know, because when you first start, you kind of give some away. And, and uh, I think I picked him up as a freebie book on Kindle seven, eight years ago. When, when did the first Zombie Fallout come out? What year was 2012, that? 2012, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it was 2012. Yeah, so 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. About that, 9, 10 years. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> so which ones haven't you read in this in his uh, catalog? Uh, me personally? Yeah. Uh, in the zombie fallout or all of it? All of them and everything that he has. Okay. Um, read all of zombie fallout. 
Tim, I didn't never get past the fat, the first one. <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, that's a little, it's a little extra for me. Yep. <laughs> so, whatever happened in the Tim, you know, with Tim timeline, I'm not sure of. Everything else I've read except the dis distance. Mm -hmm. I read the first one and the bleed, and they're both kind of targeted to young adult, and you know. Got whiny teenagers in them. I get enough of that at home. <laughs> so, but uh, so I hadn't really kept up with those two. Okay. Aaron, what about you? Um, Aaron Hobbs, I live in South Carolina currently. Um, well, for the foreseeable future. Um, I've been into zombie fallout. I ran across him in a, uh, not Mark himself, but someone recommended it in a Jim Butcher chat room. Um, uh -huh. I was really heavy into the Dresden Files uh -huh. you know, uh, before Jim Butcher and, you know, found out all these authors could just rip your heart out sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, someone just recommended uh, Zombie Fallout. And I was like, oh, we got three or four books in the series. So I just dig, dug in and I grew up in a Marine Corps town. So and he's, right. you know, he's just just sounds like he's just in the room talking to you. You know, you really feel like you're just listening to Mike tell stories or you're, you know, reading the journals. But, you know, it's it was very advantageous to be able to do an hour drive to work every day in Atlanta and, you know, have, uh, you know, Sean reading, telling me all about Mike's stories. And I just I've read or I've listened to all zombie fallout all demon-like in Fallout. Uh, about half, or I'm about an hour and a half into Indian Hill 2. I just reread Indian Hill 1 just to get a refresh for this guy. Um, I did the Bigfoot, uh, Lost Journals. I think we're just, you know, I, I didn't touch Distance. I didn't touch Tim. I got a buddy that's really into Tim. Um, and, you know, I just, I, just I, I appreciate that there's going to be something for me to look forward to later on down the road when I finally do get into it. <laughs> And Nate, what about you? So I think I'm one of the younger people here. I'm only 18. Uh, I started listening to him when I was in eighth grade, like five, six years ago. And it, it was really dumb how I found it. So my friend, so we were doing a, uh, a group, sort of group project in like language arts class back in like eighth grade. And she, my teacher gave us like books that we had to read and make a report on and make a test on. And my friend, I don't know how, but he got, he convinced her to let us do, do the report on zombie fallout. <laughs> so we just sat in the hallway, messed around and listened to, listened and read zombie fallout. And then after that, I was obsessed. I've read them all. I think the only thing in Mark's series I haven't read is maybe Mark's Merry Mayhem. Maybe some of those like standalone yeah. books, like uh, when he, yeah. when it's a bunch of authors and he just has one little part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but other than that, I've read them all. So they let you do an audio book on a book report. Well, we did. Um, we had the f actual physical book, but we also listened to it through audio. We just followed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how he convinced her, but he did. I'm not complaining. So. Wow, schools <laughs> sure have changed since I was a kid. We would have got yeah. beat if we even thought about listening to an audio book well, i and thought I was your library was cool that they, if they had it in the i thought you were going to say they had it in the library and that's yeah. what you did it on yeah. i was actually <laughs> just thinking about this like a couple weeks ago like wow i've been listening to these books since i was 13 i'm 18 yeah. almost 19 now wow so good for you you're, you're just uh i'm sorry no good i was just saying you i'm good for you that's great to be in there at uh <laughs> At such uh, an age, find something that you're you're passionate about, right? 
with reading and things like that. So that's good. Yeah, I've gotten really into all those types of books. You know, I've read Adrian's in the Diary too, and uh, all the Joe McKinney books, all of them. Mm-hmm. So, what were you going to say, Michelle? Oh, I was going to say my son is 17, will be 18 in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And he was about the same age I got him to, to listening to to Mark. And he's uh, he's still, eh, he's busy with other stuff to listen to all the books. But he, when we talk about zombie fallout, he, he can hold his own. Yeah, zombie <laughs> fallout seems to be the, the, the more popular yeah, that's series. But butter. I thought for the purpose yeah. of this being the first episode of everything to go to the beginning and discuss the first book, which was Indian Hill that he actually wrote in college, mm. but it didn't release it till after Zombie Fallout. Right. Out, which is so if you listen to the timeline, you can follow the timeline. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of all over the place. It it it, it all well, matches. It's a nice little sense. diagram. So yeah, I've seen that. He <laughs> sent that to me. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> Something that I always forget is that Indian Hill is technically set place in like the what the nineties, the eighties. Like it's not set place in the current time. Yeah, it's. I think it's kind of around the nineties, like nineties early. Mm-hmm. 2000s. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know, the nineties is when I was, you know, socially active. Eighties, nineties, you know. <laughs> So I wasn't even some, some stuff I did. <laughs> Nate wasn't even. What about you, Jeff? Uh, how did I? How, what about me? What? Uh, how did you get involved in? You know, oh. what's your? Have you read the them all? Audible book. Uh, list of them. I was looking for post-apocalyptic. I was big into like Batman stories and you know mm-hmm. anything about post-apocalyptic. And I was listening to a couple of other zombie series, and that one popped up as a you might also like. And I found uh, zero for free. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a quick little read or listen. You know, I, I drive all day. So audiobooks and podcasts are my best friends. So I, I listened to that. And I looked them up to find out if there was more. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a whole bunch. I think they were only up to 12 or 13 at the time. So I looked up his website and I actually emailed him thinking I'll be cool and I'll email Mark and be like, hey, I really like your writings and like your stories, you know, thinking that in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's going to think I'm cool and really appreciate me telling him that I really like his stories. And in the front of my head, I'm like, he's going to be like, who the hell is this idiot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like my stories and everything. But he turned out to be the exact opposite. He's very cool. He got back to me mm-hmm. with day. Um, and just thought it was really cool about it. And then we just, you know, I, I, I started reading more books and I looked them up on Facebook and joined the group. And so I've been doing that since, you know, 2019, 2020. Yeah. So went up to Maine, uh, last summer and got to hang out with them at the casino when he did the little oh, yeah. official, unofficial meet and greet and just a really cool down to earth, wicked piss of guy. <laughs> That's cool. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> so it was fun. But so with Indian Hill, so it starts off. A lot of people have a hard time getting through Indian Hill because the beginning I of loved it. Indian Hill. I loved it too, but there's I a lot it. of backstory in the beginning. Yeah. And if you look at yeah. it, when I first saw it, I saw the cover and I was like, all right, this is going to be a military book. You know, I, I didn't Eventually. pick up on <laughs> the newer one. 
Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The old one where it looked like Wolverine standing by the gates of hell or wherever it was. I remember that one. So I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be a military book and I'm reading, I'm listening, and I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm like, all right, a lot of backstory, a lot of backstory. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everybody gets sucked up into the spaceship. And I was like, oh, okay, shit just oh. got real, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was... You know, I got, I got some notes here. You don't get the chapter 12. You don't hear anything about an alien invasion, even in the in the story or You're anything where they do like a cut scene, so to speak, with the general saying, you know, we just found something out in space. So I was like, oh, this is an alien book. OK, this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't realize it until after you. Excuse me, sir. Hang on. we got a party crasher coming in here. Uh oh. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't put this down as a private thing, and looks like anybody can just jump in here. Uh oh. So, Who's sir, that? this is the Danielle Steele fan uh, <laughs> podcast. Are you in the right room? I heard there was a party, so I wanted to show up. It's a wicked piss a party, kid. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if everybody can recognize, but this is Trip's doppelganger, Mister Mark Tufo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be a fun surprise to have Mark jump in on the first episode. Yeah, yeah. So we were hey. just talking about how horrible your books are. Nice. <laughs> that, <go> <laughs> so terrible. We've been reading them for a decade. So I feel like I feel like it's best to go through Zombie Fallout first, and then reading like the first book of Indian Hill, you get the backstory of. Um, Paul and Mike, and I feel like it's a lot better going through the first right. I think that's how most people found it was yeah, was I zombie found. followed and then went I've back to Indian Hill. So Mark, why don't you clarify zombie which came first, the chicken or the egg? Zombie fallout or Indian Hill? Uh Indian Hill by decades. Yeah, Doesn't right. matter. Yeah, I wrote uh I wrote the first Indian Hill back well, part of the first Indian Hill back when I was in school. So many, many moons ago. And I was in college, right? Yeah. And then how I'm soon surprised you have time to talk to us today. You're so busy. <laughs> <laughs> and when did you um, start Zombie Follow? Because that got published first, right? Yeah. Well, I think uh, when did, I got laid off. I think I started it in 2009 was when oh, I wow. started and finished. It took me, I want to say it took me six nine months maybe to write that first book because i was i wasn't a writer or an author i was just uh just stress relief actually when i wrote that first book <laughs> the first zombie fallout yes yeah. yes is that uh is that chloe i hear growling yeah she's she gets mad at this time <laughs> of the night if i'm not completely focused on her so she's <laughs> being vocal at the moment no. uh-huh. yeah, where is she at Right there. there she is. There's that place. <laughs> she looks a lot slimmer. Mm-hmm. It's working good, man. She's down six pounds. We're pretty excited. Wow. That's awesome. Is the R2 finished? Did I just see that? No. I'm actually working on the dome right now. So there's R2. It's life support. Yeah. That's good. And then you got the little <laughs> one back there behind it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a. Is that a remote control one? Yeah, it was a third scale model, uh, Diognostini or something model or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've got a, I've got an R two fetish or something or problem. I don't know. 
You 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 can't tell at all. You know you you. No no. How many do you have? I saw four <laughs> in the background. How many? Yeah. Uh, if I start throwing numbers out, people are really going to start thinking I have got too many issues. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I've got. There are worse things to have too many of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, good jobs. I've got. Uh, I don't know. Hundreds. So is it I safe to say R2 is your favorite Star Wars character? Well, yeah, I get like all the astromechs, not just, you know, I, I don't know what it is about the, the, the droids, you know, there's Choppa. I, I just, I don't know. I'll take the droids over most of the actors. Hey, the How much of Indian Hill is based off of Star Wars? Ooh, good question. Uh, how much like how much inspiration did you get? You know, it's tough to say. I, I certainly didn't have Star Wars in my head when I was writing the story, but I love Star Wars and I've seen Star Wars numerous times. So I would imagine there's bleed through, but in terms of a percentage, like I was actually planned on it, not none, not really. I mean, other than it's sci-fi and Stuff was blowing up, so you can go from there. <laughs> oh. Nice backdrop. Yeah, yeah I got I downloaded that special for you because I knew you'd be coming. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so, well, when you which did you enjoy writing more? Indian Hill or Zombie? Which actually well, it's, we're gonna do the, the whole comparison, but I'd like to kind of stick with Indian Hill because that was your your first novel and trying to find some kind of direction for this whole whole friggin' thing that we got going on here so when you started writing it you were in your college dorm room correct what yeah you yeah. think to start writing were you taking a writing course in college or anything or yeah it was a creative writing class i hated it i was freshman year i don't know what i was thinking i took a class at 8 a.m freshman year and i like to party so 8 a.m was not working for me but anyway part of the um, process was you had to write something every day, whether it was in a journal or writing a story. So, I mean, I had no intention of writing a book. I was just like, what's easier, writing down my day about how many, you know, spleefs I smoked that day or actually <laughs> writing something down that was a story. And that, that's what I ended up doing. So that was part of that creative writing class. And then when that class was over, so was that story. I mean, two thirds of it got done way back when and just sat in my garage for a long time mm -hmm. in a box was it always about aliens or was it more about the friendship uh that that took place in the beginning of the, of the book uh I'm, I'm sorry i didn't know the gentleman's other name but uh you know i probably had a bigger uh throwback to stand by me in indian hill one you know in terms mm -hmm. of reference i was probably more like that than it was star wars at least for the first book mm -hmm. but uh shit what was the question <laughs> <laughs> um was the the original draft of the book about the friendship at the beginning or yeah, when the aliens because yeah. aliens just kind of pop in there when you while you're listening to it i know you know i've had that um in terms of um you know folks doing reviews and stuff that it, it's indian hill one is definitely a slow burn it takes a good long while until you start getting into the meat of it and you know, back then, I just really wasn't thinking about it. I was just writing a story. But uh, I believe I always had aliens in my head. They were going to show up at some point. So. I have a question. 
Yes, yes. the lady of the, in the left hand corner. <laughs> How much of Indian Hill One, the the uh, backstory, is based on actual events? Up to uh, being abducted. <laughs> all of it that doesn't get me in criminal trouble. <laughs> So you didn't drink no, on top read, of his stop and like shop a, roof. That's <laughs> what you're read saying. Read almost like an autobiography until. Yeah, you know, you, know, you you write what you know, you know. So <laughs> yeah, right. there, there was definitely a fair amount taken from uh, my own life. Yeah, I, I got that. <laughs> yeah. So the characters, Paul and and. Uh, Who's the Yankees fan kid? I just brought a blank on his name. Dennis. 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 Are they based on real friends? They are. Yep. Yep. And they still no talk to you? In high school. Uh, you know, uh, well, one of them has since passed, which sucks. But um, uh, I, I am not. I'm not trying to get big headed here. Sorry. No. I'm not trying to get big headed here or anything. It's not my intention. But it, it was weird. Uh, the most of the friends. I grew up with um, when I got any modicum of success, kind of just dropped off. It was I don't know. It was it was bizarre, but is what it is. Hmm. I know I, I got no explanation. I, I I don't know. You know I can't speak for them, but all I can say is potential jealousy. I don't know. Probably jealousy you know? of the R two D two collection, exactly. as they should be, as they should be. Is that maybe why you killed one of them with cats? Hundred percent. Solid. The irony got that friend. The irony there is that uh, Paul is very much a cat person. Loves them, you know. So, you know what? I'm going to take the thing you love the most, and I'm going to make it be your demise. <laughs> you seem to be against cats in a lot of your stories. You're not a cat guy, I take it. Um, is there a real life story behind that? I, I'm okay with cats. I, I don't, we had a cat for God, Patches lived for 23 years. Awesome little cat. Patches is real. If it came, yeah. if it came down to me getting a cat or a dog, I'm getting a dog. But I have absolutely zero problems with cats. What was your question, Nate? Yeah. Oh, I was saying, uh, is there like a real life? reason you don't like cats but he already answered it uh, <laughs> no no i i no that you know just the, <laughs> like everybody else you know i can never figure out why you're you're having a good times rubbing their belly and then they decide they're gonna rip your skin off uh, i yeah. just <laughs> i can't understand them yeah that's pretty much the consensus just, the luck i've had with cats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that shirt so, looks brand new, man. I wear it as often as yeah, I wear it as often as I can. I wore a Dragon Con this year, and I had a couple people like, "Hey, is that?" I'm like, "You fucking know it is. You know it is." <laughs> <laughs> nice, I appreciate it. So, uh, is there any more merch coming out like shirts like that, Mark? Or uh, what was Tracy looking into? Tracy looking into something. We're gonna try to um, we got Zazzle, but. You want to talk about getting, um, you know, hosed? I, I, <laughs> I honestly, I don't know how much merchandise I've sold through Zazzle. I'm, I'm certainly not going to retire from it, but I don't know. I, I don't know if you bought a coffee mug for whatever they go for, 12, 15 bucks. I don't know if like a penny 
goes into my coffers, you know, so. But Tracy found something where we're going to try to uh, have the shirts, we're going to get a few shirts done and they'll be available all the time. So like if you wanted to get the peephole or the trip and actually have a drop of on design, um, you just be able to get them whenever you want. We'll have a website up. Then that's the idea. And kind of Zazzle can go screw itself. Your Baven's name wrong. You know, it's funny. Um, I've never <laughs> given Sean um any direction on the names. I mean he's a professional. I I just write the story. <laughs> you go do your thing, but in my head it has always been the way I just said it. Drabab. Drababan. And I know Sean says it differently. The one that got me the most was a uh, it was in the Riley books. I had a character named Wink, W I N K E. And sh- it oh makes me cringe a little bit, but he would say he the character from Sean, he named him Winky. So every time <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, ouch. I probably should have said the E was silent, but you know, that's my fault. That's my fault. So have you you've never given him like a specific voice or accent you want him to do on a specific character? I've always been curious about. Now I'll I'll tell you how Sean and I started working together. Um what now we're talking shit. 10 11 years, 12 years. Oh my god. Oh lordy. Uh anyway, so uh Tantor the comp the audiobook company contacted me and they like we want to buy the audio rights. I was like audio right who the f- listens to audiobooks i honestly <laughs> all i could remember was my mom sitting in the kitchen with a crappy tape deck and it sounded like somebody talking through a tin can you know and i was like that that was my version of audiobooks in my head and so tantor came and said we want to buy the audiobook rights to zombie fallout i think i had one and two maybe three at the time and i was like fine take them they offered me next to nothing but i was like it was free money as far as i was concerned here take them great i'll take a couple grand that that's friggin' awesome and uh i don't know maybe about a month after we did all the paperwork they're like hey we got this perfect guy to do your audiobooks his name's sean runette i'm like i don't care great (laughs) make books yippee kaye you know and uh and lo and behold sean became the voice and i mean Sean is probably can be attributed as much to my success. I use that relatively uh, uh, to my success as my stories, probably, you know, that's, that's how I feel like without Sean's voice. I don't know. I might still be in cube city, you know, well, it doesn't look like uh, much success. It doesn't look like you can afford heat. You got a hat. You you went to have the house. I don't know. It's, I'm old school. Like I'm like my dad, you know. Yeah. Uh, survival. If you're cold, yeah. put a friggin' sweatshirt on. I'm not turning the heat up, you know. So that that's uh, that's kind of my old. That's how I roll. What did the temperature get get down to there? Sat this past weekend. That it was brutal. I think we were down to negative thirty six. And I uh, I I like the winter. I enjoy the cold. That was just stupid. Yeah. That was. Uh, our um our primary heat is heat pumps and they weren't doing too well so it got a little chilly <laughs> are you like everybody else up there of a, a fireplace uh yeah a I got a fireplace so you know if it got too bad we could kick that on it, it never got like threatening but it got a little chilly in this house oh i bet so hey 
<laughs> so you dropped a bombshell on us today. Yeah. 20 in, is it six or seven with Lycan? Six. Uh, I guess six. it's six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of what we were talking about. It's six in order of Lycan, but with Demon, it would be technically seven in the series, but not really. Is it? Let me look. Is well, there's six, there's five Lycan fallouts, then Demon. Oh, shit. You're right. Yep. But even <laughs> a different sort of difference. So technically, it goes in, in chronological, numerical order, I should say. Jeff is applying like, for your continuity director position. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> don't want that. So. Yeah, in in hindsight, I wish um, I probably relabeled uh, Demon Fallout. You know, just because where it is, maybe I should have done like in Fallout five and a half or something. You know, but. Um, because some people will read Demon Fallout and not even realize it's part of a different series, you know, or some people will read the Lycan Fallout books and skip Demon Fallout and get to the sixth book and be like, what the hell's going on? What did I miss? You know, so error on my part, but it is what it is. Give us a little like teaser on what the new Lycan's going to be about. Uh, It follows the kids' journeys. So MJ and Allie will be front and center in these books oh, yeah. and i had a lot of fun with it you know obviously there, there's mike you know he, he's not mike just can't be in the background he's too friggin' narcissistic but uh <laughs> he, so yeah it, it definitely follows uh the exploits of mj and ellie so and two- uh everybody's favorite psychotic clown will play a big part in it too yes tim's back character in any series i love (laughs) i just finished uh tim two the other day i'm waiting for my next audible credit um and you you still want to be on your podcast after tim it wasn't as bad i think as everybody said it was going to be so i I think it was going to be a lot more i was expecting more gruesome but if if, i'm reading physically reading book of riley and in Book of Riley, she talks about, you know, ripping off people's groins and biting the femurs and everything. I'm like, it's like Tim the dog, you know? Come on. It's not as bad. I think, can I? Yes. Yeah. Uh, can I talk? Am I talking now? Yes. yes. Go, go right ahead. Yeah, yes, please. Um, in Tim, I went through the first one. I read the first one. And I just never came back to the series, right? Because the first one was, they said it was a little extra, but it wasn't necessarily the gore, but some of Tim's personality traits that really, yeah. really messed with me. Is Tim based so I, on I him? never went back to Tim. Sorry to interrupt you. No. Uh, Tim, the genesis of Tim is a uh, publisher reached out to me and they wanted the zombie fallout series, the print version. And we went back and forth, and ultimately it came down to the check they wanted to offer didn't have enough zeros. So I was like, oh, good. So then they came back with a counter that they said, we will publish anything that you write. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> anything? Anything, right. <laughs> You know, insert evil laughter, you know? So uh, three days later, I came up with the concept of Tim, and I was like, I'm going to rock this. So. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, had I known Tim was going to be three books, I probably would have made the first one longer. But as it was, it just was a novella. And I was just like, I'm going to go 
to the dusty dark corners of my mind and just mess <laughs> with the character so that's that's where he came from and come to find out there's a lot of you twisted people out there you know so it, it, it was tim's fun to write because there's no rules like when i write zombie fallout mike you know his moral compass is more or less here whereas tim can be anywhere you know i i can do <laughs> anything with tim it doesn't matter because you expect it you know kind of thing i'm so excited you have a tally anywhere of how many times you've killed tim Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what Tim Tim's gone down what good five times now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were you saying? It's like Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't trace it did he once. I'm sorry, early I missed on. that. I said didn't Tracy get him once early on? Yes, on. yeah. Um and that was a continuity issue too. <laughs> I uh I never really thought of tim as going to cross over into the zombie fallout world and it got a you know i I just thought it was a cool little thing to add on the end of that first book but in hindsight again with the hindsight you know because i don't (laughs) i don't have this big giant whiteboard with how the world's interconnect who does what where they came in what they're doing i just kind of wing it so sometimes sometimes i miss yeah it's a good miss though there was no criticism whatsoever. <laughs> Is there any chance he'll be coming to the Lost Journals? Uh, Especially with the different universe thing you've been putting out in the last book? <laughs> he has not entered into my mind in that world. No. I At this point, I, I mean, I'll never say never, obviously. I'm writing <laughs> characters that have died. So um, right now, no. No. So these two, the new ones finished. I'm guessing they intersect a little bit. Is that why you wrote them together? You talk about the zombie Fallout twenty. Yeah, zombie and Lycan, because at the end of night, in the somewhere in the middle of nineteen, uh, Eliza shows up with Tommy or in an alternate dimension or however that whole thing worked. And so we figure they got to go in a little bit more into it. Wait, Eliza comes back. Not Eliza. Uh, Azeel. Azeel, yeah. yeah. It was one of those That's, Yeah. Yeah. Um, their, def- their paths are on a converging, oh, on a convergence. Yeah. How's that? Okay. That's good. It's a good convergence. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I had to, it's, you know, I have to, a convergence there, but I have to diverge off of the main, um, timeline just because continuity issues you know i mean the things have happened that we know of in the zombie world and, and in the like and fallout world so if i don't follow those rules i have i just have to go take a right turn at albuquerque kind of thing you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I, I i i'm curious to know who moved the timeline you know why we just said switch who did that and Azil's going. Who did that, right? <laughs> so and, uh, it, it's nice. I got the demigod Poena always yeah. <laughs> twirling her fingers in Mike's mess, so I can always uh, blame stuff on her. You know. Yeah. And, you know she wasn't winning, so let's let's redial and. Yeah. Don't like the direction that one went. Let's... Right. Mm-hmm. So she's just gonna <laughs> she's gonna hit the reset button and try That's again. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever go back and and? Do another Indian Hill book? Uh, you know, 
I love Indian Hill. It's obviously was my first baby. Um, kind of, it really got my feet wet in the writing world. And no lie, in terms of endings, you got you guys have read enough of my stuff. I don't generally end stuff, but with Indian Hill Seven, I feel like I was a um, a world class gymnast, and I just stuck the landing, you know, on that book. <laughs> That book was incredible. That and Indian Hill Six. I've re-listened to them like four times. I love that song. I'm afraid of opening that series up and people being like, "Mm, "You should have left it at seven. You know, that's that's my fear. Uh, Whereas, you know, I have had it in my head. Like, yeah, it'd be a kick in the pants to have two mics running around. Uh, And (laughs) and I, I love D. D was a fun character to write. So. You know, getting back into his headspace would be good, but I, 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 I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I wasn't concerned. So you're not going to take the George Lucas approach and go, I'm going to go back and write three more move books and take it off from the beginning and destroy everything. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that because George is loaded. <laughs> so you would sell everything to Disney for $5 billion is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I'm a... Um, yeah, I'd be a book whore at that point. Yeah, take it. <laughs> yeah. Because at I the mean, end of... Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I, I I, say, you, know... of... <laughs> you, you guys need a tag. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go. All you right. go. I was just going to say, by the end of seven, it, it leaves it open that it can continue because it's it's aliens from another... You didn't kill the whole... You know, Gino Jerian universe planet. You know, you didn't kill the, the the whole thing. They're still out there, right? I definitely left an opening, but it was almost to. to I kind of left it to up to the imagination of the readers of what was a continuation. My uh, personal I, theory is that it's the um, I can't remember their name. I think they're all, they were called the. Grebelum, Greg, Grenlums, Grenlums. I can't remember from distance. I think it's the it's them that are popping up in the end of seven. Yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely left a big old opening that I could definitely, I could, you know, I could fit another seven books in between without too many issues, you know. So I, I'll never say never, but uh, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm. I don't want to be that person. Like, you know, like, <laughs> dude, you should have you should have retired, man. You should have just hung up in Jersey and left that alone. You <laughs> came and back and seven, man. <laughs> so is there anything more of the trip diverse coming? You talk just trip in general? With trip, with that whole I mean, you had the whole shrouded shrouded world series where, you know, everybody's mind was just kind of like an felt like he was being pulled apart like taffy all over the place where trip was kind of piecing everything together where he was the puppet master of all the stories um i mean he even popped in a little bit in indian hill one where mm-hmm. they gave you know him and paul a ride actually that was going to be one of my questions was Wait, that, he uh, was in the first one yeah briefly he gave mike and paul a ride so right. it's they got well, the old said- hippie van and he said, see you, Mike. And that yeah. was it. And, and he said no. some stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I just yeah, actually read it. listened to it again today. That's when I heard it. I was like, oh, shit, he dropped that in us. Was that an I, I have a, um, 
I have the trip origin story in my head, and I, I want to write it. Uh, I just haven't, you know. And um, mm. I don't you know. I I I, I got to get it out there, you know. But yeah. there, are, you know, it's it's. I love to write. I, I got to preface it. I, I enjoy it. it. It's what I do, but it's also my job. And I, I like to get paid just like everybody else. And some stuff pays mm -hmm. and some stuff doesn't, you know, so you, you just, you know, you got to weigh it out. Like my, my one-offs, the proudest book that I've written, the spirit clearing mm. tanked. I mean, it, it just, I love that one. it, 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 didn't do much, you know, and uh, I really like Devil's Desk, but you know, it, it's like serious. People too. want people want series. They want to be able to go four, five, six books deep, you know. So, hence ZF twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Spirit Clearing because I had been reading Zombie Fallout, and it's kind of like eh, this kind of a one trick pony type author. This is all he's going to write, and then here comes Spirit Clearing. And I, that just blew me away. That book blew me away. Honestly, I just never understood spirit clearing. I've yeah. listened to it like two or three times, and I just don't understand the ending much. It, it confuses it's me. One of those because you're only 18, you haven't lived yeah. life fully yet. Or he's on something. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, the one thing I did like, and if you, everybody, goddamn Moxie guy, get out of the way. Uh -huh. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Oh, Fractured Worlds, end of the world as we know it. Or as we should know it. Has everybody read that yet? Uh, it's a pretty rare book. There was, um, It was only available for like a month. So I don't think there's a whole bunch of copies. Of it. I don't. Uh, what's that one about? Uh, that one was... Uh, it was a bunch of authors got together and did um, stories and uh, the money went to the Gary Sinise foundation for veterans, oh, okay. but it was only up for, um, I think a month during the, you know, to get as, get, gain as much money as we could for that uh, right. charity. And then that was it. It, it came down. They're not going to read Does anybody else have a graphic novel. Ooh. Well, that's, sexy. That? that's a graphic novel. That's old school. Yeah. No, the uh, zombie follow guy. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. Never physically seen an actual zombie follow book besides one. Uh, so I didn't I, know it was a graphic novel. That's pretty cool. I can't. I can't believe you, Jeff. Thanks, man. A horrible. Hey, <laughs> fan. I keep Audible going. I keep the lights on at Audible. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, I I loved the graphic novel. Um, but there's another tank, you know, experiment that tanked. Uh, it was stupid expensive to produce and didn't sell. You know, so people are like, are you going to do more graphic novels? I'm like, no. You know, they're, just, they're, they're too expensive and they don't sell. You know, I'm, we've, we've, we've swung and missed on a few things, like everybody. You know, we did, uh, we, we paid to have a Spanish version of Zombie Fallout translated, new covers, marketed. Nothing, nada, zero. So, you know, you, you take your chances. You hit some, you don't miss some. I really enjoyed seeing how, like, how you think 
everybody in the book looks like because that's something I have trouble with is like actually visioning a character in my head. Who came yeah. up with the image of Mike? Uh, my mirror. <laughs> no, I mean like the uh, on the on the book covers and stuff like that. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, you know, all of our all the images. I I don't do them. Uh, yeah, very talented company that makes covers. Uh, they they come from I don't know the name of the company, but they're all stock images, and we just you know type in military guy or whatever and that's you know that's how you get your characters you know a woman in a red cape kind of thing so yeah we don't have like you curious this is what mike looks like in the comic uh-huh. yeah, the yeah, the, the, yeah the guy that drew those super talented you know just um god you know, those panels were not cheap <laughs> <laughs> uh the shrouded world one uh even has better art uh if you got two seconds i'll grab one i, I think we can find the time yeah I, you know i got nothing else going on tonight so <laughs> hey so you guys ate ha- yesterday what does he have on the <laughs> shelf back there there's this shrouded world yep and then uh i mean the panels are just friggin' gorgeous i mean you know oh there's a shrouded world comic i didn't know that yeah <laughs> yeah this this guy I, I you know i i this one came out so nice i uh i actually reached out to the artist like a year ago or so to um to do another one just because it came out so freaking great but he never got back to me so i don't Is know that maybe on just, amazon uh it should be so i don't know if i pissed him off in another life you know it was too hard for him to draw. He's like, screw this. I ain't doing this, guys, no more. Yeah, and it's not like, yeah, he was, oof. I thought the other guy was expensive. This guy was, uh, I don't know, I was trying to find a particular page. I, I know this is super riveting, friggin', you know, look at that. I mean, it's just cool-ass, cool-ass stuff. Can't you find some, like, college art students looking for a student project or something that can can draw something like that or a fan at this point we throw this uh, up into the ether see the only thing is with that kind of thing is then they're going to want direction from me and i don't know what the hell i'm talking about you know this guy, <laughs> i mean this guy knew exactly like he had read the story uh he knew exactly what panels to draw and i was like all right fine you, you go for it so it was it was much easier that way than if i tried to um like this is what I want on this panel. This is what I want on this panel. I mean, just oh, get cover done. <laughs> but like ah, oh, just like the art this guy did was freaking great. That looks great. cool. It does yeah the, the on the zombie Fallout graphic novel? I always thought the colors were a little too muted. I wanted them to be more vibrant. But like again, I don't I don't know much about that end of it. In fact, I don't know much about the business end of any of it. Yeah, if it wasn't for Tracy, I'd screwed. <laughs> you just do the writing. Yes. Yeah. Like um, when we first started moving it into a um, kind of business, uh, we were kind of fifty-fifty, and then I just found that doing the numbers and stuff just screwed with my headspace. So Tracy really just took it all over and. Um, we went from there, so it works out good. You know, I'm the I'm the talent. 
you know, and she's the, uh, <laughs> she's the brains. Yeah, yeah. So, you're the, you're the pretty face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Nate. Um, when was the point where you felt like like you made it as a writer, as an author? Hilarious. I'll let Yesterday. you know. Give me a number. <laughs> I'll give you a call when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, when were you able um, to quit your day job? That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. So the first Indian Hill and the first zombie fallout when they were out together. I don't know that I made a cup of coffee royalties in a year. I mean, seriously, I, that, that's not even a lie. I think I made like four dollars and something cents that first year. Um, by the by, the time Zombie Fallout Four came out, like I was paying like the electricity bill and and a couple other little like you know credit card bills. I'm like, hey, this is freaking cool, you know? And then, <laughs> who wants to go to Tim Hortons for breakfast? <laughs> you can get the donut with sprinkles. Yeah. You know? Um, it was probably four years in when it was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna take the plunge. I'm gonna give it a go. We're, I was neck and neck between what I was making in my cube and what I was making on books. You know, so it was like. You know, if I can take this time that I'm at work and put it towards writing, you know, can we get here? You know, so that oh, dude, it was like July of 2011 where I said, "See you later," and uh, it was terrifying. I am, um, I'm, a, I am a blue collar dude at heart. Uh, a paycheck every Friday, you know, kind of person. You know, you know what you got. This is how much we got. We got a budget. You know. That, that kind of thing. Every Thursday, we're eating ramen and that kind of shit. So, just going to sales was, it's still, it's still scary, you know, like, what if people stop reading? You know, what if AI starts writing books? And Am I going to have to go freaking shovel ditches again? You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's an adventure. What was the job you quit? Uh, I worked for this company Company TIC. They were um, an energy company. They did a. Uh, I didn't do any of that stuff. I worked at the office, but they did like fracking in Montana and stuff like that. Um, good company. They were good people. It's just uh, I, I didn't want to do it. You know, it wasn't something I didn't like. Oh, this is my dream job to write spreadsheets for TIC. You know, I mean, <laughs> every every little kid's fantasy. You know? That's not so, what you went to UMass for. Was Spreadsheets and fracking management. It, it, it probably was if you saw how hard I studied at UMass. It's probably exactly where I should have been. You know, mm -hmm. or, or do you want fries with that? You know. But, yeah. When did you graduate UMass? Because I'm wondering if I partied. I had some friends that went there, so I'm wondering if I partied at the same time you were there. Oh, uh, dude, I think I'm a wee bit older than you. Just a little, not much. <laughs> yeah. What year did you graduate? I uh, 88. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was still in high school. Never mind. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so, I got a question. So, what part does Tracy play in the editing process? Does she look at this and she's like, you're fixing this shit right now before uh, you yeah. put this out? Did she do any of that? Okay, this is what happened was. So, uh, <laughs> early on, Tracy read all my books, you know, and, and she would offer advice and things like that. And, uh, 
<laughs> then I wrote Tim. And uh, <laughs> Mitchie said, please read these papers from my divorce lawyer. You sit back. Yeah, we, we were in bed. I don't, I don't know if I was like on my phone or whatever. And she's she's reading Tim, right? She's she's and I, I kept noticing her going like this, looking over and then looking over. And I think she was like, who the f did I marry? Who, who are you? What? what I think that's you know, so that was actually the last book that uh, she read and offered advice on. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I can't say I blame her. Um, and the editing process, holy shit. That writing the book, I've told uh, aspiring, uh, numerous aspiring authors that uh, writing the book is actually the easiest part of the entire process. It, it really is. The, the rereads, the editing, the betas all of that stuff sucks. Job. Yeah. It, yeah that that's the part that's a job the writing is the creative and the fun and i can do what i want and let loose and then the other part of it is a slog fest it, it you know to <laughs> get slogged through it like you know I, I i enjoy what i wrote what i write but i don't want to read it five times it's it's that's uh -huh. not enjoyment for me anymore you know that's it's work, you know, mm -hmm. getting paid to do it. Of all of your stories that you've written, which one's your favorite? Uh, uh, probably, probably the spirit clearing, just uh, because nobody understands it, you know, they don't get me. I, I understand <laughs> it. It's one of my favorites. So, <laughs> what was uh, the meaning behind spirit clearing? Like, why did that, that touch you so much? It's probably Tim, yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, it, it I, I, I understand Nate's point of view. Um, I know I, I, I've uh, oscillated a bit on the storyline. It was supposed to be flat out straight ghost story, and then um, Jandalin came into that story, and uh, that character. Of all the characters I have ever written, she screwed my head up. Like, I don't know what she did or how she got in there, but, man, she was tweaking things around with a butter knife, you know, and just squishing <laughs> it around. But, uh, yeah, she messed me up for a while. Okay. Well, guys, we're going on about an hour here, so why don't we uh, ask one last question, if we all have it, and we will wrap things up for this week, why don't we start with Michelle again? Yay, lucky me. So, how's your your bumper sticker supply? Oh, shoot me, PM me your address. I'll get you oh, one. Okay, I just got a new vehicle. I my last bumper sticker ad for me was on the trade in. Yeah, no but, worries. I'll send you out one of those and a people okay. sticker if you want. Right. You want to desecrate you. your brand new vehicle with a what would Talbot do sticker? Yeah. Okay. That and Monster Hunter International. It's in <laughs> so, I didn't know you were going to yeah. be a hostile host, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's wicked cold down here. <laughs> Aaron, let's go to you. Um, you make any trips down south, like any of the cons down here? You got any opportunity to travel a little bit where people that don't want to freeze their nuts off can visit you a little bit? Uh, what's, what's south? Where, where um, I just went to I just went to Dragon Con. That's only about a couple hours away. Um, you know, there's some really good cons in Florida. Um, I know Virginia's got a few. 
can we have come over to Texas? I'm sure Texas has one or two. I, I love Texas. Um, uh, you know, the only <laughs> way the only way I'm going to Florida is if I get lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um Me too. unfortunately I have uh I don't want to call it debilitating, but I have agoraphobia. Um and it is difficult to work through. But uh so that's and I don't, you know, and then crowds. So I don't even know how I go to a widespread panic concert. That must be why I just eat edibles like they're going out of style. <laughs> but no, I don't generally do cons or they are in terms of being an author. I, I, I realize if you're, you know, you're Stephen King, Jonathan Mayberry, some of these big dudes, like those are good places to network and stuff. But in terms of their huge money drains, it is expensive to go there and set up shop and i mean you, you know i don't know i've i've been to a few and it's tough to recoup what you have uh, put out i always wanted that how a lot of those i i went to one i went to uh fan con or whatever the one in boston and it, a lot of the local authors that were sitting in the back i kind of made sure I, I bought a book or a comic or something from them because i I know how much those booths cost versus what they make back, which is why you see all the, you know, the t-shirt people, the Newberry comics, people all selling, just selling their wares left and right to try to make, you know, the thousands of dollars that those, those booths cost. I can only imagine. Be honest, I mean, be honest, when you go to a con, you're for the most, you're not going to see an author. It's, it's, you're going to see if they got the uh, you know Back to the Future car, you know, or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of panels that I went to from, uh, you know, uh, there was the, I mean, it seems like you would fit in a good genre for like the post-apocalyptic stuff. There was a big track in that there. But I mean, I mean, Jim Butcher's stuff was packed out. Patricia Briggs stuff was packed out. Um, I mean, they just, there, there was a ton of, you know, good quality people in there that were, you know, you wouldn't think, oh man, I'm, am I the only nerd here that likes these people? And then I walk in, I'm like, there's 11 of me. I love this. You know, like, that's pretty cool. Like, so many people were like, is that a fucking people shirt? And I was like, yeah, it's a fucking people shirt, dude. Where's yours? And there's like, I didn't think to bring it. I didn't know if anybody liked zombie fallout. So you get a lot of fans everywhere else that you might not be, uh, that are pretty proud to be your, uh, in your fan base, sir. Yeah, I think, you know, Jeff will probably can attest to this being in Boston, the self deprecate deprecation you know i just uh i don't feel like i'm huge by any stretch of the imagination you know so that's what she's the size of the boat she didn't say that man <laughs> <laughs> nate what about you honestly i can't think of anything it's nice uh having mark on though thanks nate i appreciate I that like it <laughs> So what is coming up? Just my final question for you. What is coming up next? I know you just finished uh, two stories, but what's, are you taking a break for a little bit? You're going to go shovel? Like what's, what's next for you? I did shovel. Cause you guys today. just got more snow today. I drove up there for work. I was up in the Lewiston <laughs> Auburn. I'm like, they get more friggin' snow up here. This is crazy. Yeah. God, you work in Lewiston. You poor bastard. I that was where the route was today. I deliver batteries, so we had to. I had to drive up there today. Nice. Uh, I don't. Obviously, twenties wrapped up. Like Falls Six is wrapped up. I. I don't know what I'm 
writing next. You know, I'll, I'll probably have mm -hmm. 12 stories, either mm -hmm. notes for them or partially started. So I guess tonight uh, I'll see where the muse points her finger. So muse means Tracy. So, but, uh, you know, I'll see yeah. where the muse. <laughs> Look of Riley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun one too, but again, those are you know it'd have to be a full length because I feel bad. Yeah. You know, it, I had nothing to do with how they separated those out and how they sell them, but <laughs> I always find it difficult to ask mm -hmm. folks to use a credit or pay that amount of money for what is mm -hmm. ultimately a novella. You know, like I, I, I want people to get their money's worth. I enjoyed Riley. Riley made me cry. This is the only one of your of all mm -hmm. your books. All the people you've killed. You <laughs> killed that dog. Hey, hey, hey. Yeller at the end. I haven't finished it. <laughs> Riley's the only one that's going to have I've spoilers. cried like I like six of his books. Every time I yeah. read them, I cry at the same time. <laughs> Especially like the later zombie fallout books. I mean, uh, Indian Hill books, Indian Hill 7, when D and Paul died, instant tears. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. But, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you want to do spoiler alert anywhere. You can insert that just so. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, what, what's What's funny is I um when I first started, you know, doing social media and all that crap and writing, <laughs> I would I I just had the the notion that everybody was exactly where I was. You know, hey, I just wrote a book. You should be have read this already. And I would be like. Hey, do you remember when you know BT got shot in the ass and people were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, and I like, "Oh shoot, I should probably <laughs> rein this in." So. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Mark, thank yeah. you very much for uh, for for popping in and, and entertaining us. Uh, thanks for having me that on. Was awesome man. And stuff. Thank you to Aaron. Thank you to Nate. Thank you to Michelle. Thank you to all of you. Um, this has been fun. Uh, I, I hope people enjoy listening to it. I hope they they come back every week. We're going to try and do this, you know, every Wednesday night with the, another group of people next week, and they'll be out on Friday and everybody to listen to. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's free. No one's paying for this. <laughs> oh, Jeff, I wanted to talk for you. Let me go, man. The the check didn't clear. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I had to set another one. I I, I got to post the next one too. So all right, all right, thanks. So. <laughs> all righty, guys, thank you so much, everybody. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, everybody have a good night. All right. You have been listening to the Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. Copyright 2023 by Chestnut Hill Studios. Our theme song, Zombieverse Aliens, was written brilliantly by Burnt Ends. The Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast, is a production of Chestnut Hill Studios, and no part of this production can be reproduced, reproducted, rewind, remixed, remastered without the express written consent of Chestnut Hill Studios. And it's punishable by FCC law and being called a big, fat, stupid doo-doo head. The show was written, produced, hosted, mastered, and edited by Jeff Royd's technical advisor, Mary Napoli. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It does help other people find the show. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, if you have not done so, download or buy the books of Mark Tufo. You will not regret it. Well, you might regret it. I don't want to make false promises. I can't. You know, I don't know everybody's taste or anything, but just go do it. Thank you.